Welcome Thanks. back, Outcasters. <laughs> <laughs> That's going on there. This is a perfect place to start. <laughs> what an idiot. Welcome back, Outcasters. <laughs> so last time last time we talked about Kicker God. and uh, uh, <clears throat> the story behind that. You killed Kicker early bow season, right. and you shared the story and tactics that you used to kill that deer. Yeah, it was a it was an awesome deer, and a good story to go with it. And today's we're starting. <laughs> what are you doing? I know we're, we're starting. Recording. We started. We always start on something I do stupid. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> it just keeps getting better. Just too. keep going. <laughs> just keep going. Hey. So all right, a new episode. Yeah, new episode. Yeah. Last time we talked about, Kevin. and we have. Better sound equipment this time. A lot better sound equipment. Yeah, we upgraded our game. Yeah, I can hear myself breathing. <laughs> We're and gonna, if y'all can hear us breathing, we apologize. <laughs> We're going to hear First Jansen. First go round at it. Don't yawn. He's a mouth breather. He can't help it. Taylor? No, you. you. <laughs> hey. He's a mouth breather. Yeah, Jansen's right. You can't yawn. Yeah, I'm a, I got me mocked. You yawn 10 drink. different times, I think. Actually, I lost count in the last episode. You done hit the mic. I'm going to knock it off my face. <laughs> Rookie mistake again. I think yeah. you did that in the kicker episode, too. I did. I did. Um, anyway, so last episode was about kicker. Kicker. And uh, <clears throat> this episode's going to be about a deer you named Flatbread. Or Flatbread. I would say probably Greeley named Flatbread. She did. <laughs> she did. Uh, yeah, speaking of that, I hope that she really cares about deer because – she entertains me a lot of times with that. And when I first started naming deer, she looked at me like I was crazy. Yeah. Like, why are you naming deer? And uh, But it really is a lot easier in she referencing She probably don't deer. care. She probably don't, but she entertains <laughs> me and she acts like Makes she Makes you feel better about yourself. It does. <laughs> yeah. So we can get started in the story of flatbread? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so let's go. All right. So uh, I'm ready to tell this, this story because whenever we uh, – Whenever you guys came and helped me with flatbread, mm-hmm. uh, I, I tried telling a few details, and Talon said, "Don't tell us. Save it for for the podcast." Yeah. So I remember that. So yeah. it's finally time. <clears throat> um, Let's hear it. All right. So flatbread. I know the name's weird. Uh, the way the name came about was uh, the first picture that I had of him. Uh, he was actually. I want to back up. On it, can't, it can't be any more of a weird name than naming a deer kicker and it not having a kicker. That is true. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's like a fact. Regular deer with no <laughs> that kicker. That is a fact. <laughs> yeah. yeah so that is true. I think you'll be all right. Uh, At least your name fits. Yeah. So yeah. The, the story with Flatbread starts with a deer that I killed last year, and I named him Santa. Right. And uh, Which is on the wall now. Yes. Yep. Why didn't you name him Santa? We're going to get into another story You know that. what? We'll talk about Santa in a different podcast. Another there we podcast. Go. Yeah, we may do a little throwback. Got you. There we go. Um, but anyway, it starts with, with Santa, and I was lucky enough to get him, Santa that is, and uh, who is on the wall now, mm. and uh, was really proud of that deer. Well, after I killed him in this area, I was hoping another deer would take up his home range or his little stomping ground, and uh, and I would get to hunt him too. And about two or three weeks after um, I killed Santa, I get a trail camera picture of this deer, which ends up being flatbread. And um, he was uh, a pretty wide deer, and I could tell he was a young deer. Um, 
and he was actually a, a six point. He was missing brow times, <clears throat> but I knew that uh, I would I would like to take that deer, and but I never hunted him hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was one that if if he would have stepped out in front of me with my bow, I definitely would have taken it. Right, but uh, I really wanted to see what he got to this year. Yeah, so I never really pursued him, but I had pictures of him. I knew that he was around, and I really thought that. Uh, the next deer season, I would be able to uh, catch him again, and he would just come in during the rut time like he did that year, right? last year. So that's when I first saw flatbread. And I was calling him something different, like flat, or I don't know what I was calling him. But Greeley, uh, she laughed, and she said um, <laughs> she started referring to him as flatbread. So it kind of started out as like a joke. It was like, a joke. Or kind of like, you know, yeah, yeah, I guess you could say a joke. Yeah. It started out and it stuck. It stuck. (laughs) Yeah, old flatbread. That's how she would say it. So I just kept calling him flatbread. Yeah. And um, anyway, so I I, I first see pictures of him last year, and I know that I'm going to be looking for him this deer season. All right. So the next little picture that I get, or I'll call it encounter that I have with with flatbread, and uh, is this summer, this past summer. Mm -hmm. So when July 4th comes and goes. I am itching to get into the woods, and I'm so ready for deer season. And uh, I start putting cameras out. And you could argue that it's a waste of time. What? In the middle of summer, putting cameras out. It's mm. it's hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Snakes, everything else. Yeah, well, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and uh, But if you can find the group of bucks, man, you can get a bunch of bucks on camera. Yeah, and that's what I what I did this well, year. Well, in my opinion, you know, <clears throat> I've never really been big on. Well, in the past, I've never been somebody that goes out, puts cameras out in the summertime, does a lot of scouting in the summertime. I usually wait till, you know, around August or so. I start getting in the woods, doing some things, getting inventory mm-hmm. uh, or intelligence. Intel. <laughs> Intel. Uh, inventory. So. <clears throat> Uh, but last year when you did that and you got several bucks on camera, mm-hmm. it made me think, you know, maybe I should get out and start, you know, trying to get pictures maybe sooner than I do because the bucks are still together. Um, and to be honest with you, I mean, I, I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> well, it's a catch 22 cause you get, you get out there and you are finding bucks right? and you're finding their, their core area that they use during the summer. But <laughs> The bad part about that is, which is what happened to me, you see those bucks, you watch them grow, and you can't wait for bow season to get here, mm. and then they leave, yep. and you have to locate them all over again. So it feels like a waste of time. And like you said, um, you know, back when you sent the pictures to us, or to me, when you got the pictures of the bucks in the bachelor group, you know, um, they didn't leave a month before season. They left or vanished like three days before like season. Like two or three days said. before bow yeah. season. I mean, I was I already had one of them, yeah, you know, on the ground. Oh, pegged. Yes, yeah. and and here's what's crazy too about that: they're when they transition from their summer area to, uh, you know, their their winter area, right? Um, we'll call it. Some of the deer when I relocated them, some of the deer, one of them that I killed, we can probably do an episode on at some point. He's not a massive deer, but I wanted to take him. Yeah. Um, he transition and he moved about three quarters of a mile 
and I was able to find him and get back on him and end up taking him. Yeah. Uh, but uh, two of the other bucks only moved 100 yards. But never come in front of the camera. They wouldn't. I oh. never got another picture of them. I remember I you one camera. day uh, telling me that the bucks have, have been gone for a while now. And uh, and then you went down, you saw some sign, something, mm-hmm. I don't know, uh, caused you to move your camera 100 yards. And the deer were literally 100 yards away from where you been were getting pictures of them. Yeah. Now all of a sudden, after, uh, I mean, like a week or two, you said, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen them bucks. Then you moved your camera 100 yards away mm-hmm. from where you were getting them, and all of a sudden we're getting it's them It's the again. craziest thing. 100 yards was the difference in seeing pictures of deer right. and not. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, when I wasn't getting pictures of deer, I thought they just weren't in the area. Yeah. But they were just a couple ridges over. Almost, you know, their travel route, just travel mm-hmm. route, um, just kind of shifted, I guess you could say. I don't know. But I, there I was a no what is explanation. It? What's that? Tor. What's that word you used last time? Tortuosity. Yeah, tortuosity. Pull that one up in the dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of that in my life. Well, in that area, which was which is a totally separate area than where I killed flatbread at, all right, um, I have pictures of these summer bucks, and I'm watching them grow. And um, there was a couple pictures that had this eight-point on there, and I remember thinking, that's a nice eight-point. Like, I would definitely shoot that deer. If um if I had the chance, right, I had no idea that it was flatbread mm-hmm. from the year before, um, but and I didn't realize it until after I killed him. It's like one day it just clicked, yeah, um, and I knew that was him. And sure enough, I went back and pulled up the picture that I'll show on this podcast video, um, and it was him, uh, with a bunch of other bucks. So, you know, I overall though I do recommend people running trail cameras in those summer locations. Yeah. Uh, because you do learn a lot about the deer, and well, really, cool there is a tactic. Was, um, if you don't mind me saying, um, I remember you was getting pictures early, and uh, <clears throat> the deer had not developed yet. So you know you got to watch them grow, and that was really cool. Uh, I know you got to really watch them grow. You know you'd send me pictures from time to time, uh, but and like you said, you know they they look like monsters. They look like baseball bats on their head mm-hmm. at that point in time. But <clears throat> uh, you could tell the frame was going to be a wide frame, tall frame, whatever it may have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at that time, like you said, you know, you couldn't really tell if it was going to be flatbread, um, whatever deer it was right. going to be. Uh, and you got to watch it grow up, with, or I guess you could say develop into what it was going to be. That was pretty cool. That's right. I will say, before I move on with the story, though, that is one tactic that I've uh, read about and – saw videos on where uh, you can take uh, trail cameras and locate the summer bucks. Mm -hmm. And as they get later and later to that area, you just keep moving it where they're coming from on those trails. Yeah. And you can find their, you know, winter area that they're, they're going to use. Oh, really? So I've never tried it, but I've, I've seen where some people do that. Mm -hmm. And um, moving forward, I'm I'm definitely going to look into that. Absolutely. So it might be something that the listeners can, look into also if they're interested in that yep but uh that was the next encounter that i had with him even though i didn't know it at the time he was on trail camera in my summer spot Mm -hmm. but he did not live there that was not i'm convinced uh that that was not his his uh, core area that he used in the summer i think Mm -hmm. he made uh, a tiny little excursion to that area Mm -hmm. uh, where those other bucks were at or 
either he totally avoided the trail camera altogether and just slipped up a couple times. Right. What is he laughing at? I have no idea. I'm just smiling. I like the way the bugs. I just smiled. We're so every, skeptical of him. Yeah, every time I do something, everybody smiles, laughs. I don't know. I'm just <coughs> just listening and smiling. Moving forward, <laughs> um, those deer move on. We've already talked about that. I guess the next encounter that I have with flatbread is uh, is about three quarters of a mile away. Mm-hmm. He um, again the 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 area that I got a summer picture of him of. I don't think he was using that as a core area. Mm-hmm. Um, the the area that I got pictures of him in closer toward deer season and right before bow season, that was his yeah. core area. That mm-hmm. was an area that he really loved to to spend most of his time at. Right. So two different areas. Um, and I'm getting good pictures of him. Um, pretty often. Pretty often. He's very consistent. He's regular. And uh, uh, just waiting on bow season. Yep. And anyway, long story short, uh, he ends up being not as consistent. There were other deer that were more consistent, and I was able to take a different deer, the one that I talked about that I was able to locate from that summer area. Right. So I spent a little bit of time and time there. Well, then uh, we have some cold snaps, mm-hmm. and that was <clears throat> uh, flatbread really liked that. Yeah. That got him on his feet a little earlier. All right. Which I think was this was the same cold snap that come through when I killed Kicker. I think this was the tail end of that cold snap. I think you're right. Uh, you know, when we talked about it in the last podcast about mm-hmm. Kicker, uh, there was a few days of cold weather, and uh, I believe you killed, well, I killed mine on November 1st. You killed flatbread. Mine was November 22nd. Yep, same snow. Same cold snap. Oh, disregard. It just came back around. Same cold all. snap. Yeah, it just turned around. <laughs> Mate came back. Disregard. <laughs> um. It could have been that other deer that I killed, though, that you're yeah. thinking about. Yeah, uh, Elliot. Because, yeah, yeah, that's right. And as, as a matter of fact, I forget that we killed Elliot uh, between times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really think that's it. I know it was because um, I remember talking on the phone with you that night when I was looking for it. It was raining. It was cold. Yep. So yep. yeah, that's the deer you're thinking about. Um, but anyway, uh, before that cold snap though that I killed him in, there was uh, he was beginning to want to come in earlier. Yeah. And there was another deer that was with him that <clears throat> I'll just go ahead and give give out his name uh, because I'm after him this year. Yeah. I, I hope it works out, but, it, you know, we'll see what happens. But Crook. Yeah. So Flatbread and Crook are running buddies. And Crook is bigger, mm. and I'm really holding out for him. But either one of those deer I am going to take. Right. Uh, because I'd be happy with either one of them ecstatic with either one of them and um anyway so with that in mind both of those deer are coming in earlier Mm -hmm. and then this cold snap hits and uh i was already wanting to hunt the cold snap just made it even better and uh i get out there in the stand well um i love my stand that i have set up too by the way because it is uh it is just over some some real thick stuff, uh, and I'm I'm just barely on top of it. There's vines going up the tree, so like basically I'm very well concealed, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. And um, I've hunted in the stand several times for those deer, and you know haven't seen them. And it's doe proof though. 
yeah. there's a doe that comes out with her two fawns, and uh, they never know I'm there. Mm-hmm. So it's awesome. Anyway, the the night that I shot flatbread, I am in the stand, and it's getting close to dark. And I have been watching the doe and her little fawn, or two fawns out there. And um, the area, the area that they came from, that flatbread came from, I never would have thought that he would come from this area. I thought that I had, and I'm not going to say too much, but I thought I had walled myself off right. where those deer would not come in. And the wind is perfect, too. The wind is in my face, so it's blowing behind me. Mm-hmm. All right? So and it's in your favor, you think. Yes. Yeah. And and get this, every other time I've hunted that spot, the deer always come out in front. Yeah. There's a cedar tree that they come out right beside, and that is the trail nine times out of ten they're going to use to come out right. in that spot where I'm hunting. And by the way, just to describe the area, it's really, really thick. Mm-hmm. There's uh, some really thick bedding area. There's a creek that runs nearby. Right. Um, I should say drainage. That's, that's a better way of saying it is a drainage that so, is nearby. Yeah, when we got there. So there's water. It was thick as hell on the hog's back. I mean, when we were doing what we, you know, when we got down there, we saw that it was really, really thick. And At one point, know, we were crawling. I mean, yeah, yeah, we were crawling when we were tracking the deer, which yes. we'll get to later. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> really, really thick. Um, but you were sitting on some, the edge of a hayfield, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. I was sitting on the was? edge of the hayfield. Yeah, uh, it was dark next when we got thicket. there. So, um, next to that thicket. So hunting the, cover, the edge of the thicket there, yeah. that cover mm-hmm. that they were. Using and there's pine trees close by too. There's acorns close by, so they yeah. Is there there's a creek that runs through there? I'm gonna say it's a drainage. Drainage, okay. But water. There's water source nearby. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's yeah, definitely water source nearby. So it's a good diverse area. It's somewhere that a buck should like to live. Yeah. Um. Anyway, with all that being said, mm-hmm. all right, he does not come out in front of me. Yeah. He comes out behind me. Really? And I don't even know because I'm not paying attention to behind me because I don't <laughs> think he's going to come from that I way. never come that way. And um, thank goodness I was being still in my stand mm-hmm. because I'm sitting there, I'm watching this doe, and all of a sudden I hear a deer blow, and it is so loud. It is right behind me. Yeah. Um, it, it, he had to be 10, 15 yards. Right. Um, so was it the bucks or you don't know? It I don't know for sure because I never turned around and saw. There was a doe that was with him. Yeah. Um, so more than likely, I feel my gut tells me it was probably the doe that blowed. Yeah. That blew. Um, and he didn't see anything, so he just wasn't spooked. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they didn't get spooked. They should have because the wind was blowing right to them. Right. But for some reason, <clears throat> they did not. Um, but when he blows or she blows, I'm in my tree stand and, like, I jump a little bit because it scared me. I wasn't expecting it. And um, I just stay as still as possible, and I don't turn around to see what's there. Um, I just hope for the best, basically. Right. And I would have been very aggravated and upset if it hadn't been for the story that you told about killing Kicker. Yeah. Um, all the deer blowing. All the deer that blew us at out you. And, and then still being able to close yeah, the deal. And the other deer didn't right. care. They still came, and um, you were able to kill Kicker. Mm-hmm. But um, – I just waited to see what would happen. Well, they weren't spooked. Yeah. So I guess they decided everything was okay. And they continue on behind me, and they go to my right. Mm-hmm. And they hit this little trail that comes out. And basically, instead of just coming right through under my tree uh, toward the edge of that field, 
they come through this thick, thick stuff, cross a fence, and then come in front of me from the right. Yeah. So they just loot me, basically. So, so when we get there, if I remember right, correct me if I'm wrong, your stand is on a small... I fence guess head of, head of woods fence along row. a fence row, right? Yeah, that's okay. So I couldn't think of that word. Earlier. I was thinking the whole time that they come out of the thick stuff where he ran into after you shot, but not, but they didn't. They went around behind you, come through the head of woods that you were sitting in over the fence. He came out of then, the thick stuff. Oh, he come out of the thick yes. stuff. Yes, okay. typically the times, <clears throat> you know, I say nine times out of ten they come out in front of it, in front of me beside that cedar tree. Yeah. But the different cameras that I ran in that area told me that sometimes, mm-hmm. all along, they would come out in this other little trail uh, where another drainage right, uh, meets the main drainage there. Yeah. Um, so I, I know the trail that he most likely came out on. Right. I just really didn't think they would do it. Um, but anyway, he, he loops around. He's in front of me. Um, I see that it's him, and I'm wanting to shoot. I know, though, that his running buddy, Crook, more than likely is nearby. Yeah. So I'm hoping to get a shot at him. It never works out. Yeah. All right. So I I decide that I want to take uh, flatbread. And I shoot, and I feel so good about the shot. I have a tendency to hit shoulder. Yeah. And when I hit shoulder, I always hear a crack that goes with the thump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't hear it this time. Yeah. It was all thump. Yeah. And I just thought. So you're thinking double lung, like double I, lung. I smoked him. Good. He's done. And then to add to that, mm-hmm. he runs off. He runs into the thicket, and um, all kinds of crashing. Yeah, I hear him crashing. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead with the story. I know how it ends. We know the story from this. From this point, we know the rest of the story from this point yeah, forward. And it's funny. This is where we showed up. I, I heard him crash. Did. I know I did. Yeah, well, right. I mean, there was a lot of thrashing you know, in one spot. I was about to say, you know, when it was thick as hair on a hog's back when we got there. So uh, there's no doubt if the deer crashed, you could have heard the deer crash because it was bad thick. He just know? went in there and skidded his tires and took off a different direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we thought it crashed. Hey. I feel good about it, though. Yeah. I, and, But, of course, I'm going to give him time. Right. And, uh, anyway, I I come out of the tree stand, and uh, I forgot to tell this part. It was right at the last fringes of daylight. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I remember you telling us that, you know, you, you, there was, you know, like minutes of daylight, legal daylight left, mm-hmm. uh, when you had to decide are you going to take him or not? And you took him, mm-hmm. uh, with just a little bit of daylight left. Mm-hmm. So, and um, it wasn't a hard decision now. Yeah. Cause yeah. Cause like I say, I wanted that deer too. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but you wanted to give a little time, uh, just in case Crook was there. If he right. came out, of course we'll take Crook, but you're just as it. You know, you're just as happy with flatbread. Uh, either yeah. one of them is a trophy. I mean, yeah, that's right. And uh, I come out of the tree though, and um, I'm going back to the truck, and I'm, I'm calling you on the way to the truck, mm-hmm. and uh, was telling you that I got one of the deer that I was after, and you tell me that Talon's in town, yeah, and y'all are going to come help me. So I think that's that's perfect way for me to give this deer time. Yeah, and even though I feel really good about the shot, it gives gives him time to 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 die yeah and i don't have to worry about jumping thank goodness 
I did that. <laughs> and, <clears throat> well, anyway, not to jump ahead too much, but I was so confident. <laughs> I was so confident, <laughs> I though, that I went right to the store. What? I said, I am wired because of that monster. <laughs> I can jump through that window and jump back through it and run around this place three times. I, I mean, I, if I move a lot in this, I apologize. I yawned too much in the last one. Everybody made fun of me. If I move too much in this one, I apologize. Yeah, but right now, bud. You're jittery? I'm telling you. Well, good. Go ahead. Carry on. I'd, I'd rather be like better this than, than yawning. yawning. Absolutely. Good Lord. <laughs> um, I was so, so confident, though. I went. Because uh, I called and asked where you guys were at. Yeah. I was so confident that I went to the store and put ice in my icebox. Yeah. In the cooler. Well. I, I knew that deer was piled <laughs> up somewhere dead. You know, well, you called us, and uh, we you, you asked where we were and all, and uh, I, I said, we're leaving the house. Well, while we were on the phone, you said, I said, where are you? You know, are you going to wait for us, or do you have time to wait for us? Absolutely. He said, yeah, I'm at the store filling up my ice chest. Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as we get off the phone, Talon says, no, he's confident, ain't he? <laughs> I said, uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I felt good about it. Yeah. I, there was no doubt in my mind. Well, I mean, and you was, told us, I, I asked you what, what you think about the so shot. Yeah. And you was like, I drilled him. Yeah. So, of course, we're over there like, this should be an easy. Whatever. Yeah. And this guy's putting ice that. in his cooler. He saw him fall. He just ain't told us yet. He just wants us to help drag, you know? That's what yeah. y'all are thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what we think. Yeah. Well, you guys get there, <clears throat> and uh, the, <laughs> the, 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 really the only way to get there was with a four-wheeler. Mm-hmm. All right, didn't want to scratch our trucks up. And the way we get down there is you're riding on the front of my four-wheeler. Yeah. I'm driving, <laughs> and Talon is sitting behind me. Yeah, and like I'm trying to get him to to quit wrapping his arms around me. Yeah, he liked every second, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah, he yeah. swings. It was like wild hogs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you smell my neck again. I'll throw you in the traffic. <laughs> yeah, he loved every second of that. Uh, I was ready to jump hey. off. Yeah, so we are loaded down. Yeah, going uh, to this spot. And we have to go through this little tight area where the four-wheeler kind of shakes a little bit. We had to ask Big Fella to get off the back. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> had to ask him to get off the back so we could balance the thing out. It would been Too bad if we weight. just tipped over on top of him. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so he had to walk through it. We get there. And I told you guys when you got there, I said, like, this should be easy. We should go right to him mm-hmm. because um, I'm using Rage Broadheads. Right. And – in the past, when I've used those broadheads, there is massive amounts of blood for this blood trail. And, mm-hmm. like, it's it's not drops, typically, right. when I've used these. It's like somebody turned the faucet on oh, and yeah. you just walk spraying, straight to the deer. Spraying everywhere. And that's so, what I'm expecting. Let me ask you this. So, after you shot the deer and you called us, you didn't look for any blood trail in the field, nothing like that. You kind of went down, checked your air out, or did you nope. even check the air I out? I didn't even do that. Okay. But you knew it was a path uh, pass-through. Or did what? you even know it was a pass-through? I, don't, I didn't even know that it was a pass-through. Yeah. But I'm telling <laughs> you, that's how good I felt about the shot. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> like, you could just, you could tell. Yeah. I could tell. Um, anyway. But, I mean, when we got there, we we the arrow, yes. it was a pass-through. It was mm-hmm. a clean pass-through. So, um. I mean, the arrow was there. It was bloody from head to toe. I mean, yep. it was great. It looked we, we really good. We pull up to the shot site where yeah. I shot him at, 
and the arrow looks perfect. There's blood all over the arrow. Yep. I mean, it's exactly what you want to see. Yep. And but right beside the arrow is a piece of gut. No, that's and when we got a little nervous. When I, I saw we that, I thought, oh. I thought we weren't going to say that, and I thought we were going to leave. I, I didn't know we were saying you shot him, hit the gut a little bit. What's wrong with that? I don't know. It's a terrible shot. It's no good. So then we, after that, we threw the ice cooler that he put ice in yeah. in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't even thought about it at the cooler at this yeah. point. Yeah. But my wheels are turning like, oh, no. Yeah. Uh, you know. And I, I remember thinking, like, surely this is not as bad as I think it could be. Right. Just whenever you see guts like that. The first thing you think is the worst. Yeah. You I'm know, not going like, to find this deer. Yeah, it's over. But to be clear, it's 100% lethal hit. Yeah. The deer's dying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I'm worried about is, am I going to recover this deer? Right. And can I find it before <clears throat> the coyotes in the area? That's do? right. Yeah. And that's what I was worried about. But um, we start walking. Uh, I knew the direction that he went in. I knew about where he went in at. And we find one little speck of blood that's like the size of a pencil eraser. And honestly, I don't see how you found it because mm. you're the one that saw it. Right. I would have walked right over it. I mean, we knew when I saw the gut, I thought, you know, the best thing to do is is go as slow as possible, look for any now, now, of course, if we'd have went five yards and he started spraying, mm-hmm. let's go on about our business. But yeah. when I saw the gut, I thought to myself, you know, the first thing we need to do is go slow, take it easy. The deer could be bedded up somewhere in there. He could jump up. So let's be quiet and let's go slow. And, you know, we just happened to find that small speck of blood. And I was really trying to be optimistic, and I was hoping that we were going to get inside the woods mm-hmm. and it was going to open up and we'd have something to follow. Yeah. But – I also knew that something was wrong yep. when there was not a good blood trail where I hit him at. Right. Because in the past, like I say, when I'd shot deer with those broadheads, there was immediately a blood trail mm. to follow. Yep. So I, I knew something was up. Well, we keep walking. We go really, really slow. Mm-hmm. Me and you are in, in the thicket yep. looking for blood. Um <clears throat> We we asked Talon to stay out in the field there yep. just in case. Um, he was going to look, see if there was any blood at the edges, but mm-hmm. also if we ran the deer out. Yeah, and, you know, we we from the arrow, that first speck of blood was probably, I would say, 20 yards, 25 yards from mm-hmm. the arrow. Yeah. Uh, so, which gave us a nervous feeling because he's not spraying, like you said, like mm-hmm. usual. We get down there. That's the only speck of blood we found in the field. I'm, I'm assuming, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's the only speck of blood that I ever found mm-hmm. in that field uh, before we decided that, you know, you said that he went down, uh, he went into the woods or looked like he had went into the woods right here by this tree or right here in this trail. So we went in where that trail was and looking for blood. Mm-hmm. And it's thick enough in there um, that I'm I'm thinking if we can get in that thick stuff and somehow scan – back and forth or go slow enough maybe he's you know brushing up against some <laughs> this dude's doing his own thing over there i'm listening i can hear you through a headset <laughs> anyways uh <laughs> i ain't gotta look at you uh but yeah we're hoping to see blood where he's brushed up against mm-hmm. that thick stuff yeah. but uh we don't find that and you know we tell talon uh or i tell talon to stay out there in the field scan up and down the field 
Uh, because sometimes, you know, when you kill a deer, you think he went in here, but really he went in 10 yards or, you know, before where you thought he went in or 10 yards after or, you know, farther down from where you thought he went in at. Mm-hmm. So I told Talon, you know, keep looking and scanning the field for blood to see where this deer went in at. Um, Which I did. Or for any other sign or anything, you know. Which I did. Which you said you scanned back and forth. Yeah, I walked the whole thing out there. Yeah. I walked back and forth up again. All the way to where the field <laughs> starts doing like that. So yeah. it's bending to the right, down there in the corner down there. I well, don't explain there. it too much. Walk from down there to there. Well, God, bless. <laughs> every field has a corner. <laughs> every field has a corner I'm in it. I'm just keeping you on your toes. If y'all find the field with a corner in it, you let me know. Because <laughs> you're impressive. <laughs> you let me know. Um, well, at, at some point, though, we all end up inside the woods, inside the thicket. Yeah. Well, and we, we got tired of looking for blood after about 45 minutes to an hour. And uh, um, we finally just called everybody into the woods. We called Talon into yeah. the woods. And at this point, we're looking for a body. Mm-hmm. We're not really looking for blood no more. And, you know, you say that. I have a good understanding of that area. And I I feel like I know where the deer would go in that area. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we couldn't find anything. No, I mean, we're no. how, far, how long in? An hour? Two, I, I hour think we were in there an hour. We're in. We're, I, I would say we're looking, us searching for blood in the deer. Yeah, I'd say we're forty-five minutes to an hour in at this point, but but the deer sat the deer an hour has before been, we went. Yeah, so yeah. I would say two hours since the deer has been shot. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So the ice mm. is melted that he bought pretty much at this time. <laughs> By this time, the ice is melted. We had to refill. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're in the woods, and like, yeah, I'm very not feeling good about it. I'm not feeling good about it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, which I could tell. Yeah, me neither. Time. I wasn't feeling yeah. good about it either. I well, I could tell guy. y'all were nervous too, and that wasn't yeah. helping anything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But come, come help me find this deer, and we look for an hour and a half. There's three of us, and meanwhile, <laughs> keep in mind, I <laughs> said just a section to look through. Keep in mind that I said this should be an easy. We should walk right to it. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, we right? kept in mind. So like, <laughs> <laughs> I've learned a lesson with this one is. Uh, Never don't, count. Don't count your chicks before they before, before they, they hatch. hatch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, even if you think the shot is great, yeah, all right, give it time. But we're in the woods, and at this point, I ask y'all about a dog. Like, do you think we should go ahead and call a dog? Because mm-hmm. the last thing I want to do is keep uh, stumbling into this area and disturb it where we have a, a low chance of a dog finding it. Right. And we um, we start talking about it. But before we really get serious about that, I said, let's go back out to the edge of the field and let's just look one more time, both sides of the field, and let's just see if we can find another spot where he went in or somewhere that he maybe came out. Right. And just... Let's start from scratch. You yeah. know, let's go back to the air, go slow again, yeah. do what we have to do, you know. And anyway, keep in mind it's dark. We have flashlights, yes, but it's dark. And for me, anyway, I can get turned around in the woods pretty easy. <clears throat> yeah. All right. But I knew which direction the, the opening of the field was at. So I start walking that way. And um, I come out at the edge of the field. And I'm looking around trying to get my bearings together. Like, where am I at? Where did I come out at on right. this field? And I'm looking. And as I look to my right, <laughs> I just see a white belly <laughs> in the field. And I, I, just, I just remember saying, there's a dead deer. <laughs> yeah, at this time. So we had all come out of the woods, and me and Talon have our backs. We're facing you, mm-hmm. and the deer's behind us. Mm-hmm. So you look through us like there's a ghost behind us. 
and you're like, there's a deer. <laughs> and I'm like, no way. I was pumped. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and of course, we turn around and there is a listen, deer. The amount of relief that I felt yeah. when I saw that deer, like, there, that's a good feeling oh, when you absolutely. get that relief. Yeah. And um, <laughs> we go walking up to it. And in the video, uh, I had the camera, we recorded, you know, parts of the recovery. But Talon said, there's his horns, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> well, Making sure it wasn't a doe. Had to prove to him it wasn't a doe. There's the horns, cuz. <laughs> but we walk up to it, and it's flatbread. Made a horn, fool. Made a horn, fool. <laughs> and uh, I was happy, man. I was yeah. I was tickled. Uh, that was a, a target deer, one that I wanted this year. And um, I was thrilled to to get him. I wasn't proud of the shot mm-hmm. um but i would like to defend myself on the shot yeah um now if i make a bad shot i'm gonna admit it and it was a bad shot mm-hmm. so you know when i say this i'm not making excuses for the shot oh yeah but here is what i think happened when when i shot i you could say rushed it mm-hmm. all right because <laughs> i'm i'm nervous to begin with mm-hmm. all right um Racing the clock as far as, you know, shooting light. Yep. All right. And when I shoot, I didn't think about it until afterwards. But his head was down when I shot. And I, I know that I just didn't think about it. I know that when you shoot with it, when a deer's head is down, yeah. that gives them so much more, uh, uh, a better ability to duck your arrow. Yeah. They're already loaded. All they got to do is just drop their hips right. and go. Yeah. Yeah. So more of an advantage to right. get, get away. Yeah. yeah. And I should have waited till his head was up mm-hmm. or hit him with a man. Yeah. Or something. Right. Um, but I didn't do it. I shot with his head down. Mm-hmm. And I think that when I did that, he immediately ducked because this was 30 yards. Yeah. So it's enough room for him to, to duck. Yeah. I think he dug, and I think he started to turn away, away from the sound of the arrow that was coming toward him. Yeah. And with Which that. Which would have caused a high hit. Yep. A little back. Yep. And then come out the other side good, mm-hmm. but you still hit guts on that so first what, initial. What was a really pretty good, you know, a pretty yeah. good broadside shot with all that taking place in a, you know, yeah. instant, uh, it turned into a, a shot with him quartering to me more. Yeah. And, um. A high shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it actually went in high lung. It comes out at his gut area. Yeah. Um, but I still say that's a, you know, I'm not proud of the shot. I wish I would have made a better oh, and a cleaner yeah. kill. It's a fatal. But yeah. I still say that that's a better death for that deer than predation or getting hit by a car. Oh, no doubt. I mean. No doubt. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Anyway. Especially so, if you're I mean, totaling somebody's car. We, we didn't say, though, that the deer, the exit wound on the deer was still bubbling whenever we found oh i mean so when we yeah when uh we found the deer when, that's right when we found the deer um we're all dumbfounded yeah we do need to step yeah. back with that because yeah, yeah. we're dumbfounded at how the deer is out there yeah, because we've and been in this thick stuff where the deer went into the woods yeah. for 45 minutes to yeah. an hour and we all glanced up that way and didn't see a deer in the field talon yeah. swears no that no look so <laughs> while they were in there while y'all were in there i actually walked the thing and like right where the deer was laying I actually peed out there somewhere around there. 
Like right, right in that area. Oh, nice. I had to pee. Yeah, well, sorry. No wonder thanks. you hadn't seen any sorry. deer. That's right. Well, <laughs> I apologize. I was about to pee in my drawers. No wonder so Crook hasn't showed back I up. I had yeah. to pee. No kidding. Okay. All right. Yeah, not because we just marched through their <laughs> entire inhabitants <laughs> out yeah. there. We, we just, know turkeys and ducks and stuff like that. They can't smell good, but we try not to pee in our deer hunting areas. <laughs> we've done it before. You'll be fine. Done it plenty of times before. Anyway, so yeah, I was out there in the field. I tried to walk out there. What in the you field said, a ways. you said that uh, you scanned the field, and then also you looked at least ten to fifteen yards off the wood line, just looking to see yeah. if the deer had been out there. Well, I just, I mean, y'all was in the woods for forty-five minutes. Yeah. My God, I was out yeah. there walking around. I was tired. The bull, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was tired. Truth be known, there. he had his de- his leg propped up on That's the deer, right. playing on That's his right. phone. Absolutely, yeah. I knew the deer was there the whole time. <laughs> These fools was just walking around in the woods. Just I was out there just Didn't have nothing better to do yeah. that night, so we nope. figured, eh, why not just let them look? Uh, yeah, I tried to get y'all to call a dog, pay $100, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah, when we get to the Surprise, deer. you didn't the want us to call your dog in, so you'd give, we'd give you the $100 since you knew where the deer was. Look, the yeah. dog's great. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> Anyways, what was you saying? Do you have a dog? No. I, got I was a about lab. to say, you're trying to get me to pay for one. I have a lab. He's got a lab, but it's worthless. I got you. All right, bud. No, it's not worthless. (laughs) It'll trail a a deer. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ace would trail a deer. Yeah. What'd you say? He ain't Ace. Ace? Ain't that your dog's name? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he's not Ace. Yeah. No, he's yellow, and Ace is black, but he's better than Ace. (laughs) 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 Anyway, we'll move on. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. Ace, bless uh, his heart. But yeah, we walk up to the deer, and the the entry... where the arrow went in at, yeah, uh, it, it is still bubbling, mm. and like no rigor mortis, no rigor mortis yeah. whatsoever. Um, that deer has just died. Yeah. yeah. So what had to happen is we were in there stomping around, and he finally wants to slip out. Right. And he had to have held tight forever, I, we, and we had to be stomping all around him. I know, and and I know for a fact when we first started looking for blood, I know that we probably went down that far in the field, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Looking for blood and and then came back and then we went to a trail we thought he had. I'll, I'll just say this. I mean, it was thick in there where we were mm-hmm. and we were on pretty much our hands and knees. I mean, we were crawling mm-hmm. in there, you know, trying to look for the blood. And if I would have came up on that deer and he'd have been standing up, I would have probably had a heart attack. <laughs> Because he would have been face-to-face with me. There's no doubt, because so we were go, down there I mean, with him. We were yeah. like this, going through, going through the woods. And if I would have walked up on him and he would have been standing up, I would have hollered. Because <laughs> I, I, I was kind of by myself, you know, wandering through there. Yeah. Well, that tells you how thick that stuff is, too, though. Oh, thick, yeah. Thick, I was bad. thick. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And, and that's we why he felt secure almost. in there. I think so. Yeah. And that's why we didn't see him. <laughs> I mean, it was so thick. And, two, you know. I've thought back to this deer multiple times because, like we said, I was dumbfounded. We were all dumbfounded when we saw him laying out there, but we had been out there the whole time in the field. Somebody had been in the field the whole time. So um, so my when – cut this one out. <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. This Not guy's that. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> he took a deep breath. No, sir. No, what sir. was that all about? <laughs> Brain fart. I did. I did. I completely forgot about what we was talking about. (laughs) Business guy over here just trying to stay professional and blew it. Holy crap! Yeah, we're talking about a deer. You left the world there for us. Yeah, but uh, maybe you need a monster energy drink. I think so. Not that one. That one's gone. (laughs) I chugged that one. But uh, yeah. So that's not our sponsor, by the way. We they can pick us up if they want to. 
Uh, go ahead. <laughs> I freaking don't know. What was I talking about? We don't we know. I mean, we was just, what was I talking about? I don't know. I don't you know. Lost your train of throw but I'm going to keep thought. it going with this. Yeah. We we see the entry hole. It's bubbling. We're figuring out what happened with this deer. Was he out here the whole time? Did he mm-hmm. did he try to slip out? Uh, I really believe he tried to slip out, and he just didn't make it. Um, thank goodness, because if he'd have made it out of there, I don't think we ever would have found him. No. Yeah. Um, but here's what's interesting. All right. We're trying to figure out what happens and we flip him over. Yeah. Okay. And there's a softball size of guts that is clogging the exit. Yeah. Right. Hole. Which explained the no blood. No blood. Yep. 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 And um, the riddle was solved. We had figured it out. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the rate, and that's the good thing about the rage broadheads is like the blood trails that they leave. But if you do like that, and that's the first time I've had it happen to me. Yeah. I've heard about it. But if you hit them in the guts like that, mm-hmm. it leaves a massive hole for those guts to fall out. Right. And plug that wound. It'll plug it. Yep. And it definitely did. It did a great job of plugging it because yep. we didn't find any blood. Yeah. I've uh, I've had that happen to me a few times in on some deer. Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, I shot a doe earlier this year. <laughs> Uh, with my rifle, which I hadn't shot my rifle in I don't know how long. Um, but I shot one with my rifle, and uh, and it kind of did the same thing. I didn't really pay attention to her quartering away from me. and uh, I mean, uh, quartering to me. Uh, so when I shot the shoulder, it come out in the guts on the other side of her. Uh, but she was done, and I knew yeah. she, were done, she was done. And it did have a, she did have a little bit more blood than your deer. Um, but when I got down there to her, it looked exactly like your deer when i flipped her over it was the exact same thing so uh, i guess you know it happens often well we were lucky i was lucky to get him oh yeah and um i appreciate y'all coming down there to help me with it yeah but uh after that we we uh take some pictures with it and Mm -hmm. uh like i say we film part of the recovery but we uh, I pulled the four-wheeler down where we're at because Talon said that he wasn't going to help me drag it anywhere. <laughs> so, Of course. <laughs> I wasn't. Of course. Not after I just went all the way in them woods after all this and I was supposed to find it at the stand. <laughs> no, no, supposed to find this deer at the stand and we were there for two and a half hours. Well, I bring the four-wheeler up and this four-wheeler is loaded down yeah. this time. You're on the front again. I'm driving. Talon's behind me. Deer is is on the cart behind you love us. Saying that, Dallin was like run behind me, wrapped all on you. You act like you didn't enjoy it. <laughs> all right, <laughs> oh, whatever. Oh, um, hey. I I had to ask him to keep his hands to himself. Oh, uh, I believe it. Nah, truth be known, he he did not want to ride back there one bit. I was like, buddy, I'm sorry, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> we don't know what. Yeah, you can you walk either down get there. on or walk. Uh, I almost yeah. walked. I just about walked. I was, <laughs> Uh, there was but something yeah. just, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we, uh, we go back, we, uh, take the deer, uh, to the truck. We, we all meet back up at my house and, uh, y'all are able to stay with me while I clean it. And, right. Uh, that took forever because yeah. I'm it's, slow at that. It's always fun though. We but, can share stories and it's fresh on our mind and it's always a good laugh, you know? And one thing that I did with this deer that I'm going to start doing with all of them, I think, mm-hmm. you know, assuming that I want to mount it or whatever. At the time, when I was cleaning it, I didn't know if I wanted to European mount it or wall mount it. And I'm very lucky in the fact that, uh, or I think I am, that my wife prefers shoulder mounts yeah. than the European mounts. Yeah, that's very She just rare. don't like the skulls? 
Yeah, she she would much rather have <clears throat> the the head of the deer on the wall than the skulls. Yeah. And um, hmm. anyway, I was leaning toward a European mount, but she said, "No, if you're going to mount it, do the shoulder mount." Yeah. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Fine with me. Yeah. And uh, very uh, but, very unusual. But before all that, before she told to me that, that, yeah, um, I was going to European mount. Yes, but Which just is in case, you know, just in case, I saved the hide. Yeah, and I, I fully caped it out. And a lot of guys, when they kill deer, you know, they say they caped it out, but what they did is they they uh, caped it out, caped it out all the way down to the neck. Yeah, yeah, down and then you know, the past the neck, and then. You know, right then, right before you get to the head, cut the head off. Yeah. Throw it in the back. Throw and it then in a, in a yeah. The hide and the neck and the horns and the head is all joined right. together in a right. trash bag. And, and that's then how expect you take the, the taxidermist the to yeah. do the rest. Yeah. And that's what I've always done too. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. But uh, anyway, while I was trying to decide, all right, I wanted to. I knew I was going to save the hide in case I wanted to mount it. Mm-hmm. And um, I had the skull. I was going to European mount it myself. Yeah. And um, go from there. But uh, in the meantime, a few days later, you know, talking with my wife, decide we're going to do a shoulder mount for it. So uh, I end up skull capping it. Yeah. And I, I love doing that because the hide was taken care of. It was in the freezer. Mm-hmm. But I was able to take the rack inside. Yeah. And admire it for a little bit. Enjoy it. Right. Yeah. And see, one one reason that, I, you know, some people might not care about it, but it helps you just enjoy that deer for a little bit longer. Yeah. I mean, when if I you killed wanna... Santa last year, yeah. I wasn't able to do that. That's right. It was like cleaned it, enjoy the rack, then put it in the freezer, and then immediately take it to the taxidermist. Pretty much enjoy the rack on the way to the taxidermist. Right. And then when you get it back yeah. from the taxidermist, you know, it goes on the wall. Yeah. You, you don't really have a lot of time with your hands on that rack. That's right. And, you know, and it's I'm going to start doing that. When you skull cap one like you did and you keep it. Um, and, and the taxidermist just calls you and says, Hey, I'm ready for the horns. You can take it to him at that point in time. Yeah. But in the meantime, you can carry it around in your truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can set it on the mantle. You can do whatever and you I want to. And I did ask him, you yeah. know, before, before I did this, you know, would that be okay Yeah. if I kept the horns and could you call me mm-hmm. when you're ready for them and I'll bring them back anytime you get right. ready. And, and it worked out. He was in agreement with it. And, uh, I don't know if it's a common practice or not. Yeah. But it worked out. Yeah, absolutely. And like you said, you can enjoy it, show your buddies. Because mm-hmm. uh, once you get a shoulder mount on the wall, it's stationary. Yes. I mean, it is a hassle to do anything with yep. it. Uh, unless somebody comes to your house, they're not going to see it mm-hmm. unless you send them a picture. You that's know? right. So, uh, so, yeah, I think that's a good idea. You know, if you like to just, you know, kind of enjoy your rack and show your buddies and, and want to keep it and then take it to the taxidermist when he's ready for mm-hmm. it, absolutely. I think that's a really good idea, you know. But he is uh, at the taxidermist right now, and I heard back from him. Uh, he is drying right now. He's drying. mounted up, and he's drying. It should be about three weeks yeah. from the day that we're Which recording this. Which is a this. pretty quick turnaround. Really quick. We actually had a comment on our yeah. YouTube channel. Did you see that? I did see that. About the drying. Oh, yeah. The, uh, no, that's the, the drying, drying of the pr- rack. The drying process for the, during, yeah. score, for yeah. the school. Yeah. I mean, uh, for the... Score. For the score, yeah, yeah. yeah. Score. Drying but, uh, time is sixty days. We talked about this in the last episode. Yeah, the last in case episode, anybody's yeah. confused, what yeah, we're talking about. That's right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we were. We had questions about the the process for scoring a rack, and yeah. you have to let the horns dry for sixty days. Yep. And we were saying that it couldn't be much. We were saying centimeters. It's got to be in centimeters, but um, 
this individual said that he has seen it. Two to four inches. Two to four inches. Uh, so if that's the case, probably I can't remember county who commented or who it was that commented on it, but appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, uh, but yeah, and another thing I found out about the scoring process that uh, is probably or it may hurt me, and I don't know. I tried to look this up. You're talking um, about kicker. Yes, I'm talking okay. about kicker. Um, I tried to look this up, and we'll reveal the score of kicker in a later episode when we get him uh, when we get him back, or either when the the uh, taxidermist uh, lets us know what the score is. They've already told us it was one fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. But anyways, hey. but I you know it, who knows. Uh, but so I may get some. I may get some. Uh, I may get some de- uh, deductions because he's not – so a 125-inch typical goes in Pope and Young record book. Uh, the problem is – Is he not typical? He is to a certain extent, but he's got a second main beam. Oh. That's non-typical, I believe. I believe that's non-typical. So if that's the case, because he don't match on every on on, bo- on both sides, he's only got one main beam on one side and two main beams on the other side. So he's not How matching. How far does the main beam stick out in the second one? Um, oh, I'd say probably five inches, oh, six gosh, inches, something so like it's that. Out like that much? Oh, I mean, shoot! It's he's a it's a it's a decent little main beam. I mean, as a second main beam. We'll have yeah. So Man. there's a gap between his there's a gap between huh. his And there's his gonna be a higher scoring main, standard for a non typical. Uh Is that yes. what you're getting at? Yeah, I think it's a hundred and yeah, it's higher than one twenty five. So that may drop me out of the the race for the Pope and Young. Golly, what a bad problem. So forget it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But uh we're still gonna reveal the score. Uh whether whether that's the case or not, uh, but I still want to know what he what he scores. He he was a fine deer for around this area, yeah. you know. So, anyways, but I could be wrong about that. I don't know. I just looked it up, done some re, uh, dumb research. Yeah, I researched it, and <laughs> golly, tongue tied. He say tortuosity or whatever, <laughs> but he can't say research. <laughs> What'd you say? Tor what? Tortuosity. Tortuosity. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that word is, nobody knows that. Everybody can't say research. Never in my life. What is it? Hey, tortuosity. 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 Anyways, I'm saying out of this one, I could mispronounce it too. Anyways, uh, yeah, but yeah, so it could have knocked me out of the the record book. But either way, we'll we'll reveal that score. But um, back to flatbread. Yeah. Yeah, this is my episode. Yeah. Yeah, we just totally <laughs> took over. No, totally no, took no, over. No, no, we, no. We've told the story of flatbread already, but I mean. I'm joking. Yeah. Yeah, okay. His feelings is hurt. I guess Talon didn't know I was joking. No, his yeah, feelings he takes got everything, hurt. He takes everything serious. His feelings got hurt. I don't know what else to say about flatbread, though. I think I'm, You're I think that's the story. I mean. That's the story. The ice was still good. Yes, still, the ice was still good. Better. Yeah. Put Wasn't him on ice, really. got him, got him going, and everything was good. I yeah. probably will not buy ice before I find the deer again. And got every bit of meat. I would from this deer. Didn't miss a bit of meat because we sat there forever. <laughs> I could tell that it was miserable. <laughs> he was thinking, "With this guy, this please deer. hurry." I was like, <laughs> "I'm really ready to go home." <laughs> 
I mean, I like watching this guy, talking to this guy, but let's go to the house. You know, I was ready to get in bed, but he, we finally mm. got it after. He was probably yawning ten times. Yeah. I mean, yeah. well, I was expecting to find the deer, like I said, at the that, stand. That's true. Yeah. And then Tiling we'd be done cleaning in an hour. <laughs> no, we looked for it for two hours and got done cleaning after five hours. So I don't know what our time is looking like on this podcast so far, mm-hmm. but before we end it, I do think we should ask people <clears throat> that if they enjoy listening to share it with someone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are. Wait, I don't know if Talon knows this. We so we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, mm-hmm. and we are on Apple Podcasts now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there's three different platforms that people can listen to us on. Okay, um, so. Good. You should be able to find us if you yeah. look for us. Outcast Podcast is what you can search and or just Outcast. Yep. And uh but whatever platform you you listen to us on, if they can like and share subscribe it. to subscribe, it. yep. And and main thing is just share it with someone. Absolutely. So we'll try to have some guests and things like that on here. Yeah, yeah eventually, eventually we'll uh, yeah, we yeah, and, and we're yeah. not always gonna talk about uh, deer, uh, you know, we like to uh, relive the stories um, of some of the deer we kill, uh, but we are going to, fun. yeah, yeah, for fun. relive it. Um, maybe I can back, tell my, bring them back to life best we can. Anyways, maybe I can tell my uh, story of the, my first turkey. Oh God, <laughs> no! <laughs> oh. We'll yeah, leave we'll that leave one that out. out. Let's just <laughs> we'll leave that one out. Cut the whole thing after that. <laughs> Hey, but obviously no, yeah. I'm joking. I would not. Hey, we uh, <laughs> we're going to uh, I believe in some of our podcasts. Yeah, we're going to try to have some guests, um, hopefully in the future, uh, and we're going to uh, compare uh, some gear. I think in our next next podcast, uh, we're talking gear. about yeah gear. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think in our next podcast, we're going to talk about uh, what you use archery archery. You know, like a bow, and then I'm well, I'm gonna talk about my bow that I use, and kind of tell the difference between the both, and why you like what you like, and yeah. what I like what I like, and some pros and cons. You know, my season comes up in spring. My season will be here yeah. in spring. Tell them talk, talk about his shot. Your turkey. I'll talk about scope. spring then. I'm not talking. <laughs> These guys deer hunt a lot more than me. I'm yeah. just more of a turkey guy myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, so is he. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no. Hey. Well. uh I say we end it right here. I think that's it. Garth Brooks this time? Cue. Cue it.